What's up, everybody, and welcome or welcome back to Tech Unraveled, brought to you by Viscom, where we unravel the AV industry. Um, we go beyond the buzzwords here. We talk real and dirty with experts and thought leaders uh, from a wide variety of sectors within Pro AV. I'm Josh Herring, Marketing Communications Specialist with Vistacom. And I'm Leanna Russell, Vistacom Sales and Marketing Manager, and we are your hosts. Today is the beginning of a very special edition, a three-part series that comes directly from Vistacom's annual Tech Expo. At this year's show, for the first time, we sat down with our platinum and gold sponsors to have conversations with our manufacturer subject matter experts in the Tech Talks corner right on the show floor. This year's Tech Expo was a huge success. We brought together more than 50 manufacturers who exhibited the latest and greatest technology. If you've never been to one of our events, I highly suggest you keep your eye out for next year's Tech Expo. But my favorite part of the show was sitting down with our sponsors and diving deeper into the most relevant topics in the AV industry today. Our theme this year at the Tech Expo was transforming your vision into reality. Um, what that really means is, you know, we're all tired of the post-pandemic planning conversation. Um, how do we implement a hybrid workforce? You know, these are important conversations, but the time really is now to prioritize the future of your organization's technology. Um, and so these folks that um, you'll hear from are really on the ground helping Vistacom integrate um, forward-thinking technology solutions. You may know our first sponsor that we interviewed if you watched any of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, which I know I was glued to. Um, but first up with Dan Farisi, who is the editor-in-chief at Commercial Integrator, is Vistacom Tech Expo Platinum sponsor, Planar. In his interview, you'll hear about the advancements in LED display technology, including how it's been rapidly changing in both cost and availability. Yeah, and they also dive into you know what micro LED means and how the incredible picture quality of a fine pixel pitch displayed is actually created. Um, a lot of your questions and curiosities about LED will be answered during this interview, and you'll even get a sneak peek into Michael's thoughts on what the future holds for LED technology. So with that, now over to Dan, live at the Tech Talks at the Vistacom Tech Expo 2022. Hello, this is Dan Farisi, Editor-in-Chief with Commercial Integrator here on Tech Talks at Vistacom Tech Expo. And I'm very excited to be joined today by Michael O'Halloran, who is Regional Account Manager with Planar. Thank you, Michael, for being here and taking some time to chat with me. My pleasure. So a lot of people, obviously, the vast majority of our industry knows Planar very, very well, knows your technologies very well, but I'd love to just kind of give everyone a refresher about some of the amazing technologies and products that Planar offers, everything from LCD, LFD, ultra-narrow bezel, LED. What, give us a sense of the breadth of the portfolio. Sure, um, I mean, you, you nailed it. Uh, we're we're a, a full-line display manufacturer. Uh, we'd started back in the 80s as an OEM of LCD screens. Uh, that legacy carries on today with a full line of desktop monitors and desktop touch. We go into your larger format displays for commercial applications. Uh, we offer those in touch environments, as well as uh, vandal resistant and, and protected displays. Then we move into LCD video walls, which put planar on the map for in my life. Uh, our Gen 3 matrix line carries on. 
And then LED, I think, is where everyone's most excited in what we're talking about today um, with a full lineup of solutions in our LED offerings. So with that full lineup of solutions you're talking about, obviously Planar can cater to a wide range of applications, a wide range of verticals. So can you talk a little bit about kind of the breadth of applications that you service, some of the, the verticals that you work best in or that are most prevalent in terms of your products? Sure. Um, well, again, being a, a full line display manufacturer, we, we fit into applications across the board. Uh, we mentioned gravitating into LED walls and LED lend to larger installations. Uh, larger screen sizes, I should say, for our installations. And so, you know, command and control environments are where we see the biggest video walls, but even into corporate applications where a 98-inch display isn't just big enough for that executive boardroom, where we're delivering 135 and 165-inch, you know, flawless pictures. Um, into, you know, this summer we had a, a, a great, some, some, <laughs> some unpaid for marketing during the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, where they were all conveniently stationed in front of a planar monitor in that courthouse. Um, but yeah, we're, we're in everything from higher education, corporate, military applications. Uh, we even have high-end residences that use LED in their theaters. So I think you probably would agree with me that one of the real virtues of our industry is that it's ever changing, it's ever evolving. You never go to a show like Vistacom Tech Expo year after year and see the exact same thing. So we're seeing, for example, I, I would say the rise of LED, it's taking uh, LCD's place in some respects, although certainly not in all respects. What are some of the changes you're seeing, some of the trends you have your eye on, that ever evolving nature of our industry you have your eye on? LED being the newest uh, technology, the ones we're discussing, it's where we're seeing the, the biggest strides and advancements in it. Um, and I, I think what's most exciting about it now is just seeing how it is rapidly um, changing in cost and availability uh, and, 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 and chewing out more and more of the projector or LCD video wall markets. Uh, and a lot of that's got to do with just uh, efficiencies in manufacturing and the new technologies that we're putting into these displays. Um, you know, LED walls or LED video walls are not new. Uh, they've been around for decades. Um, you know, Times Square and football stadiums is where we've seen them the longest. Um, what's changed is their optimization for up-close viewing and for indoor applications. Indoor usually leads to up-close. Um, and so what that requires is, is facing the pixels closer and closer together so you could be with an arm length an arm's length away from it and it still appear as clear as our phones and televisions are. Um, and that's where we are already today. Um, new advancements in, in what's called micro LED, very small diodes. Um, the smaller they get, the more challenging they get to integrate. Uh, we've advanced um, that technology with um, you know, the way that we're manufacturing these things. In the past, every pixel would be soldered to the board. Now this is the nerd talk, but this is what differentiates the technologies out there. Uh, in the past, every pixel gets soldered to the board. Every pixel has four solder bonds. When you get under one millimeter, those solder bonds become incredibly small and fragile, making the installations very technical um, and quite frankly, delicate. So the new technologies are, are direct light ultra, uh, we manufacture a sub-assembly that is four pixels that are already soldered into a little component package itself. And now that is what's going on to the board, creating far more resilience in these sub one millimeter pitches where we're in market now with 0.7 and 0.6 millimeters on that product as well. And as far as picture quality goes, uh, over a thousand nits peak brightness uh, and supporting HDR. Um, we've had people stop by, we have an instance of it installed at the booth today 
and we're getting folks stopping by saying it's the best picture they've seen on these types of technologies and it's just reassuring us that we're doing the right things with the right stuff. Well, those ultra, ultra tight pixel pitches certainly grab my attention. It's exciting to see what, what vendors like uh, what Planar are creating in terms of those really, really narrow pixel pitches. You mentioned micro LED. That's also something that kind of perks up my attention whenever something crosses my inbox as an editor. You want to go a little bit more into micro LED and what its future might hold? Sure. Um, well, so when, when we say micro LED, what we're talking about is the actual diameter of the LEDs themselves in the actual product. So we have it defined as under 100 micrometers in its diameter. So our DLU 0 0.9, 0 0.7, and 0 0.6 are all using that fine of an LED. It creates a smoother picture, um, and it's where we're getting our, our incredible picture quality from in those products. What I see is, is exciting in it is that this should increase to scale, right? So if this technology is driven by the cost of manufacturing it, where you're assembling a pixel at a time versus now we're leading these um, you know, we're leading with these little sub-assemblies. We're now placing four pixels at a time. Uh, and so where, you know, I think the, the goal or where the dreams of these things going is where their, their cost effectiveness is easily starting to replace uh, any of the other options, making them more available for us in our personal lives eventually. Right now they're pretty exclusive to corporations and, and higher ed facilities, folks with substantial purses for these investments. But I think the long term, the long term, we're going to see these become likely alternates to the big screens in our, our base, basements and family rooms. Well, I think clearly in the conversation we've had so far, you, you've proven yourself to be a very adept observer and analyst of the display industry. So I want to kind of try to take advantage of your, of your prognosticating abilities. What is the future going to hold? Is it going to be even finer pixel pitches? Is it going to be broader adoption? What do you think the next three, four, five, six years is going to be like? I think that we're going to still, well, it's a great question. Um, with the pitches that we're already getting down to in the 0.7 and 0.6, physically it doesn't seem like there's much more sense to get beyond that because the viewing distance, you know, this comes down to viewing distance and picture sizes. So a 0.6 millimeter looks as clear as a television screen from about six feet away. but you know, LCD screens also look as clear as televisions from six feet away. So unless you're, you're creating a very large room that has very close distances, it doesn't really make sense to be in that technology. Um, so I think it's going to be broader adoption. You know, as the more mature pitches, the one twos, the one fives, um, continue to come more cost effective, we'll see them more widely replace other technologies and be used more frequently. So if this has kind of piqued people's interest, they want to delve more into what Planar offers to display solutions in general, what resource might you recommend they go to to go a little bit deeper? Well, planar.com is a remarkable resource. Um, and then on planar.com, you will find a list of our showrooms. Uh, we're currently operating 15 showrooms in cities across the country. Uh, we have one serving the Philly market based in Norristown, PA. Uh, we've got far, four large video walls built out there as well as what we call a pixel pitch comparison wall, uh, which is an array from 0.7 millimeters all the way out to a 2.5. So you can really see the difference on how these pitches impact your viewing distance, resolution, and performance. And between you know visiting our website or getting into a showroom, you should have any questions and all your curiosities answered. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for sharing your insights with us, sharing your wisdom with us. It was a really informative conversation. I appreciate you being here on Tech Talks. My pleasure. Thanks for the time. I thought that was
was a great interview and the insights from Michael were spot on. I've really enjoyed working with Michael and Planar over the last couple of years. We've done some extremely exciting direct view LED projects together and way more to come. Another close partner of ours, um, our second platinum sponsor of the Viscomtech Expo was LeGrand, Grand AV. Dan Friese talks with Alan Jacobson from LeGrand about how they're helping organizations get access to robust conferencing solutions in in different spaces. Um, this is like where permanence might be in question um, and versatility is important. And especially now, um, there's still uncertainty about how employees might return to work. Alan touches on mobile cart solutions in those spaces, the scalability of AV over IP, what that means, and then also their tempo mounting and storage solution for conference rooms. All right, back to our favorite editor-in-chief with commercial integrator, Dan Farisi, to take it away. Happy to be here at Vistacom Tech Expo on Tech Talks, and I'm especially happy to be joined by you, Alan Jacobson, who is solutions engineer with Legrand AV. Thank you for being here on Tech Talks at Vistacom Tech Expo. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. So we have this a lot to great. talk about. Let's get right into it. Okay. What sort of trends are you seeing when it comes to the surge in more need for conferencing spaces? So what we saw last year and we're still seeing is carts, because I think everyone's not sure exactly how people are going to come back, how many days they're going to come back. So I think what we're seeing is a lot of people are still buying carts because that way they can put it up, they can eventually mount it exactly where they want when they decide what they want, but we're still seeing a lot of carts with complete systems on embedded on the cart. So are we talking more about new spaces, existing spaces? Where are we primarily focusing? So last year it was more new. So we saw a lot of people preparing for people to come back and this year, there's some of that, but what we're also seeing is people are reconfiguring existing spaces. Mm. So we're seeing a lot more reconfiguration at this point. And reconfiguration and what I, I, I've just visited a couple companies as well, and they're not sure, like people will be coming back, but they want a lot of open spaces and kind of a gathering in a bigger area, like maybe smaller groups, but in a bigger area. So we see it more kind of where you can modify it and change it when needed. So a lot of people have heard of you know the so-called easy button. People want things to be as simple as possible. What would you say is your go-to solution that should be in every video conference room? So, so what we use, what we have here and, and other manufacturers, I would say the go-to would be uh, AV over IP solution. So what that is, is you're running your audio and video over an IP network. And so we have what's called our easy IP solution. What's nice about that, uh, anyone's brand, but ours is it's expandable. So it can be small or large. You can make it as big as you want or as small as you want. And you have complete control remotely. On that topic of small versus large, obviously there are different factors to bear in mind if you have kind of a small single room solution versus a large multi-room solution or a spread across a campus kind of a solution. What are some factors that go into that? So for single room, that's a lot easier. If it's just a couple small rooms or even a large room, you can, stand, you can customize those. But when you're doing a larger mass deployment, larger scale, 
you really want the core to be the same and then just expand depending on the size of the space that you're trying to fill. Uh, in terms of considerations that you have when you're selecting solutions, specifically for office spaces, for campus deployments, what are some of those considerations that people should keep top of mind when they're approaching those? Again, I'm talking about office spaces, campus deployments, those kind of applications and solution areas. So in my new role as solutions engineer, we help end users design specific applications or any application. So the first thing I will do is say, okay, when does this need to be installed? And I will design in components that I know they can get. So that's the first consideration is what is available on the market? What do we have available that we can ship? And then the second thing would be is really is to understand all the facets of that installation, the project manager, the purchasing agent, and the installers to make sure that it's something that they can do fairly easily and fairly quickly. So my last question uh, right off the top is, can you give me a specific solution uh, and how it would fit your considerations? So for us, we have a product called the Tempo and that product is basically, it's a conference room in a box. So in a sense that if you're not sure about where everything needs to go and you need to make spaces for everyone in this conference room, whatever, we have a product called the Tempo is right over there but we have this product basically is two vertical upright pieces of metal that tether to the wall but all the weight is on the floor and by doing this you very easily can put up up to a 200 a hundred um, diagonal display up to 200 pounds on the wall you don't have to move anything you don't have to get facilities put backing in so literally, and then it has a cabinet. So literally within two hours to four hours, you can have a complete room done, run cables with overflow raceway to your table. And then in six months, if they want to change, when you remove it, it's just four little holes in the wall. So we've been very, we've had it out for three years through the pandemic and it's been very, very successful. Very impressive. So, you know, whether you're, you're tech, uh, tech talk audiences, commercial integrator audiences, people who want to know more about Legrande V solutions, more about thought leadership, more about outfitting conference spaces, campuses, things of that nature, where could they go or how could they get some additional information if they want to go a little bit deeper? So if they go to our website, the website will have, if you have help, you need help, whether it's solutions based. We have a, on our website, we have a ton of different solutions already designed for customers, but in there, it's very, very easy to find where to go and how to get help. And most territories have a territory sales manager, so they can always go to that person for all of our brands. Well, thank you so much, Alan Jacobson, for a really informative conversation. Alan Jacobson is, of course, a solutions engineer with Legrand AV. Thank you for being here on Tech Talks at Vistacom Tech Expo and joining me. Thank you very much. Thank you. I was so happy to have Legrand as a platinum sponsor this year. They've tr they truly have a portfolio of products that cover such a wide range of needs for our clients, and they've absolutely been a go-to partner of ours. So, so far, we've covered high-impact displays from Planar and Legrand's offerings that bring AV conferencing and all of its peripherals together in a wide range of spaces. Um, but our next sponsor, sitting down with Dan Farisi, Editor-in-Chief of Commercial Integrator, um, is a premier manufacturer of audio and control solutions that kind of round out a complete high-quality conferencing ecosystem. 
Um, so back to Dan for his final interview at the Live Tech Talks Corner at the Vistacon Tech Expo 2022. Hello, this is Dan Farisi, Editor-in-Chief with Commercial Integrator. So happy to be on Tech Talks at Vistacom Tech Expo, and especially happy to be joined by Mike Crawford, who is Area Sales Manager with QSIS. Thank you for being here, Mike. I appreciate you taking some time to chat with us today. All right, yeah, thank you. Um, and. Uh, Thanks to Vistacom for putting on this show. Um, it's a great show. Um, QSC, QSIS is, is uh, really glad to be here. Um, just want to start off by talking a little bit about QSC and who we are and the company name. Um, my, my shirt says QSIS on it. And uh, some people were wondering, you know, they, they come into the booth and they see QSIS, they see QSC and wondering what, what that's all about. QSC is the, the name of the company overall. QSIS has now become a division of the company. Um, and QSIS is also this main platform that has been growing over since 2009 when it started with QSE. And it's grown to the point now where QSIS has become a division of the company. The basics of the platform, it, it started out as being audio DSP. Um, and now it's grown to include video and control. So QSIS is now a full audio, video and control platform. And the, the platform itself um, has been doing really well um, despite part shortages and, and uh, the things that have happened over the last couple of years, we've been able to uh, deliver a lot of product. Um, and some of the reason for that is because we, the QSIS platform is based around uh, a lot of standards uh, type things like we use Intel chips. Um, it's, um, it's a Linux-based operating system, uh, standards, IEEE standards. Um, and uh, so that's that's helped the the, uh, the QSIS uh, grow over the last couple of years with it being uh, very standard uh, parts that we can get. It's all running on uh, layer three network. And uh, QLAN is the name of, of our uh, protocol that the audio, video, and control runs on within the QSIS uh, platform. So uh, we can also run a Dante on over that network. We can receive Dante uh, over the network and also AES 67. Well, thank you for that information about the platform. Obviously, very, very informative. And we've been hearing more and more about QSIS over the last few years. And it doesn't surprise me. It's kind of being come recognized as its own division at this point, given the power of that platform. Let's shift the conversation a bit to talk about collaboration. That's really the name of the game these days. Everyone is talking about how to collaborate effectively. Um, Teams, Zoom, how can QSC and QSIS support those very, very common and prevalent platforms? Yeah, I mean, one of the things why QSIS has been so successful over the last couple of years is because, you know, we've really kind of grabbed a hold of that technology and uh, offered a really good solution for really all the collaboration that's out there. You know, the biggest one is, is Teams, Microsoft. We are Microsoft certified. Uh, we have a number of products that are certified. So a number of the cores, cameras, uh, the technology that kind of to, to build out a system in a space, it is is certified for Teams. And we're, we're adding components, you know, on a, on a regular basis. Our Core Nano, 110F cores, the MV32, our USB bridges, SPA amps, cameras are all uh, certified. Um, and then we have a, a, a USB bridge connectivity into a, a computer for that. With, with the Teams experience, 
um, you, we have a license that you can get that basically opens up the second page experience in Teams if you're doing a Teams room. And with that opening of that second page, then you can kind of program that page to for, for kind of room control or audio features that you need. And it kind of has the look and feel of Teams uh, in that, uh, on that touch panel that you're using. So yeah, I mean, and, and Google Meet, we're also certified with, with Google Meet. Pretty much all of our products uh, are certified with them. And uh, so we're, we have a team of folks that's kind of always working to develop and, and, and uh, add new features to that capability. Well, it's a great way of showing that QSC and QSIS kind of meets people where they are and services the platforms that people are using every day. Um, let's talk a little bit about more about what is new at QSIS. I have three particular things on my mind. I believe there's the first microphone by QSC, which you might want to refer to. Also, the SPAQ uh, amp and then PoE speakers. Might you want to touch briefly on each of those? Yeah, and, and that's kind of the exciting thing for me is there, there's new products coming out. Um, and uh, we've kind of behind the scenes, we've seen a lot of this product getting developed and it's been a little slow because of the part shortages. Um, but the, the new microphone, we, we had that at Infocom. Uh, it's finally now, you can order it and it's over the next month, we'll, we'll see people ordering them and they're, they're gonna be uh, delivering in, uh, in November. So the new microphone, we're pretty excited about. I mean, really designed and built from the ground up by uh, QSC employees. And uh, it's a, t a tabletop microphone. I don't, I don't have one with me, but um, there'll be a nice new microphone that is part of, it'd be part of the QSIS network. So it's a peripheral, plugs into uh, via network. Um, the PoE speakers, we do have them here in the booth. They're uh, in stock and uh, shipping. And uh, there's, a, there's a sound bar, a ceiling speaker, and a pendant uh, PoE speaker. Um, the nice thing about that right now is amplifiers may be a little bit harder to, to come by with the part shortages. Um, the PoE speakers are right for a lot of solutions where maybe you just have a, a, need a few speakers in a space and you don't need an amp then. Maybe you already have a switch, you're plugging that in and you have, you have a speaker in that space. So um, uh, they're doing pretty well for us. Uh, the SPAQ amp, uh, we, we sell a ton of the little SPA amplifiers. Uh, it's a small amplifier that goes into smaller rooms. And traditionally those amplifiers have an analog input. Well, now we put a QLAN connection on those. So now uh, you don't have to worry about analog input to get into that amplifier. Um, so that's something that people have been asking for and we finally are delivering that. And the, a nice little uh, kind of bonus for that amplifier is it does have two uh, mic line input or output channels on the amp. So you have that kind of on-ramp of audio, analog audio in or out if you need it in that space. Um, so a nice little added feature there. And just a real quick uh, reminder on a couple other new things that have j just been announced this week. Uh, there's now a, a virtual core for Q QSIS um, that you can you have software that you can put onto a, a standard computer um, and it will give you control features, starting off with control right now. So that's brand new. And then a new core has been announced. Uh, it's the 610, which is going to be a, um, it's a Dell server basically. Uh, so 
It's a, a one RU server that um, kind of fits in and will operate kind of with the same specs as the 510 processor. Well, clearly there's a whole lot going on at QSYS. It's an exciting time with so many launches, so many developments. Um, let's talk a little bit more about QSYS as a platform. The idea of kind of unifying audio, video, and control within a single system. What are the benefits of that kind of uni unification? Yeah, I mean, the big thing is, is that, you know, we traditionally, QSYS has been really the go-to uh, DSP for large installations, and that's how it's grown. And there's a single piece of software called Designer that you do your design in for audio. And uh, the guys who've learned that software, they like it, um, it's easy to use. And now as you're adding video and control components, uh, you're using that same piece of software to do that. So a lot of guys really like that. They don't have to learn any new programming um, once they have designer and they understand it, they can bring in, uh, easily bring in a touch panel and, in, and they're working on it in the same environments. So that's, that's one of the big advantages of kind of bringing it all together. The other thing is, is that those peripherals, if you use a, a, a QSC camera and you're bringing that, that camera into the system, it really comes, it's a plug and play type of thing where you don't have to add any, there's, it's not hard to figure out how to, kind of add a camera and it comes up in the system. Auto auto uh, is, uh, you know, kind of, you can easily see it there in the system. And then another thing is we have our enterprise manager software that kind of ties it all together where if you have systems out there in a, in a campus wide space, uh, enterprise manager can allow you to kind of monitor and manage those systems remotely. Um, you can, you have the ability to kind of go in and take control of systems uh, for help desk type situations, monitor if there's a problem, and also update the uh, the file itself remotely uh, from wherever you are. So, so we've talked a bit about the the QSIS platform, its virtues and its benefits, some of the new products that you're particularly excited about. I did want to close talking about the NV32 video endpoint and anything you'd like to add about that. Yeah, just maybe going into a little bit more detail about one one particular device. A lot of people don't realize um, what we have as far as video. Uh, they're, they're really starting to learn it. Uh, the MV32 is our video endpoint, um, and it's kind of a Swiss Army knife device. It's, it's the one endpoint that we have, and it can work as a, uh, it can be an encoder. It, can, it has three HDMI inputs on it. It can encode uh, three simultaneous 1920-1080 by 60 inputs onto the network. In another mode, it can decode two HDMI out at 1920-1080-60. It can do a single 4K in or out. Uh, and then there's a third mode where it actually works as a core. And uh, in that mode, you don't have any encoding or decoding, but the HDMI uh, work as a three by two matrix switch. So in smaller rooms, it can, be, it can handle your audio, video, and control in a kind of a small affordable processor um, that you know I think that as time goes by we're going to see more more people kind of doing more video with QSIS. Well Mike you've given us a lot to think about obviously we, we've, we're learning more and more about QSIS how it's building out as you say as a division within QSC and the platform gaining more and more traction the products the endpoint device if people want to go a little bit deeper learn a little bit more find out 
beyond what you've given us? Where can they go? What can they do? Yeah, I mean, obviously you can go to uh, QSIS.com. We do have, we do, we have split the website now. So QSC it used to be one website. Now there's a QSIS website and there's a QSC Pro. So that's the two divisions of the company. There's now two websites for it. And within there, there's a whole section for training. Um, QSIS training is available online. Really some of the best training in the, in the industry right now. We have some guys that are really funny that do it and they're known in the industry for their training. So a lot of that stuff's available online. And um, also uh, regionally here, I'm the guy that covers Pennsylvania and Delaware. So I'm, I'm available anytime. Well, you've been very generous with your time, Mike. Thank you for being on Tech Talks here at Vistacom Tech Expo, joining Commercial Integrator and me. I appreciate the time investment. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, there you have it, everyone. I want to give a sincere thank you to Dan Farisi, Editor-in-Chief at Commercial Integrator, for joining us at the Vistacom Tech Expo and being a guest host on today's episode and taking the time to sit down and dive deep with our sponsor at the Tech Talks Corner. So coming up soon on um, our next two episodes of Tech Unraveled, parts two and three of this Tech Talk series um, will feature our own conversations with our gold sponsors at the Vistacom Tech Expo 2022. Be sure to join us next time um, for those two episodes and after that where we continue to unravel tech in the pro AV world. And just remember, you can't spell Tech Unraveled without AV. Bye, everyone.